coming up. All right. Challenge. And it's a plate of hot dogs. That's why wouldn't it be? Uh, challenge. When a big challenge lands on my plate, I relish the stimulation and growth it brings. I'm trying to figure out life and figure about myself. And I learned a lot about myself through just even talking to others and, and sharing things with others. And I still do, right? And the traumas out there, all the emotionally unavailable guys, they actually welcome just having one date. Some of the things that people say, if you've even had feedback from, you know, a dentist that you work for or like somebody, you know, they all have their little like sayings of what they're, what they're thinking. Everybody has their own little thing. And my thing is, you know, I, I like to keep my patients comfortable and I want to chit chat with them. Mm -hmm. And some people, some people don't want to chit chat and that's fine. But what I noticed is there was another little post I remember reading about and Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Munch Bunch podcast. It's Kimi Nishimoto and Megan Vanoy. Hello. Hi. And today we have Hope Lloyd. Hope is a dental hygienist and she's also a fellow podcaster. Her podcast is called Gums and Gossip, which is a really fun um, podcast name. Congratulations oh. to you on that. I love it. It sounds like you have some tea to spill. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having We're me all about on the podcast. Absolutely. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah. We're yeah. happy to have you. So um, Hope is a hygienist. She also does like guest speaking workshops, entrepreneur. Um, we know her from Do Dental Entrepreneurial Women. It's a dental women's group. And uh, so we'll let her introduce herself in a little bit. But first, she has to pull our Munchy Monday affirmator of positivity and goodness. <laughs> yes. All right. So here's how it works out. I'm going to really expertly shuffle these. Okay. And then you're just going to tell me when to stop. All right. Okay. All right. So, ready? Set. Super Go. exciting. Okay. <laughs> All right challenge and it's a plate of hot dogs that's why wouldn't it be uh challenge when a big challenge lands on my plate i relish the stimulation and growth it brings it's tempting to be daunted but i'd rather stretch myself and prove i can pull off the almost impossible because it's way more fun to be a total boss than a total baby mm, <laughs> relish so fun yeah that's Eating pretty like fire. At least four hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, at least four dogs. This is like Yay. Joey Chestnut on a card. Um, yeah, obviously, like, challenge is great for all of us, right? Like, starting a podcast was a challenge. Getting outside of the op was a challenge. Like, <laughs> we could talk through a lot of different challenges, but also, like, if we didn't take these big steps and, like, face these challenges, like, would we be where we are today right like what do we do when we call come all upon some adversity and challenge are we going to be a total boss or are we going to be a total baby so i love it i'm here for it I that's, choose, that's I choose the boss. Nice, <laughs> right it's a nice spicy one for this monday which makes me pretty pumped so um yeah and so hope tell us more obviously you've had a journey right if you're many hats 
And obviously one of them needs to now be on the podcast. So tell us, tell us where you started. Yeah. So gums and gossip came about, um, in 2020, I think when you guys y'all started in 2020 as well, I believe So it's, um, to 2020 year. And, you know, as a hygienist, I have all these patients and they, they missed my stories and I'm sitting there and I guess I, I never really thought about myself as getting out on the airwaves. And that was a huge push. I don't know for you guys, but to put yourself out there is such a challenge and to edit and produce. And I was you know, having to figure things out in the podcast world. It's scary. It's, I don't know, the technology, we're hygienists. So it was like, okay, <laughs> what are we going to do, you know? And so I was in my closet, nervous as can be, you know, put out one little podcast and after another, and then people started supporting, you know, going, you know, goodness, you know, this is kind of fun. So gums and gossip came about because I know teeth and gums and I know people. So it was gums and gossip. And I wanted to extend it beyond the dental chair and to meet people for reasons. And so that was the basis of the whole podcast is meeting professionals, meeting people, getting things out there where we could explore and give people information, but also bring things back into the dental world. So everything I do, it seems like it goes back to the teeth, whether it's any topic, any person. I don't know. We're we're weird like that, right? <laughs> everything is like tooth related. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just started evolving. And I'm like, what is my purpose? What is what is it that things have the journey has evolved? I've I have kiddos, I have a 18 year old daughter who's at Texas Tech, I have a a son who's 21. And he's at Iowa State. And I've been a single mom raised them all these years. And so now the journey has come into I finished season five of Gums and Gossip recently, and oh. now I'm I'm have goals of going international. I've got some things up my sleeve for the international journey. I I have all this opportunity, and I'll ask you guys. You know, as hygienists, we didn't value. I don't know about you, but I never valued myself. I never had. I didn't feel worthy. I know that sounds weird, but you're always giving to others, and you're always doing. And so it's taken a lot of courage and it's taken a lot of time, um, as y'all probably know, to to have this journey and to reach others. And I think y'all are doing an awesome job reaching others as well. So I appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know if it's a hygienist thing or like it's just a collective personality trait because yeah, the worthiness thing, I don't, I don't know what came first, that or being a hygienist, like, <laughs> or if we picked hygiene. Because we have that trait of feeling like we always need to like serve someone to have worth, like give or help. And then like in return, you are worth something, right? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's definitely been something I have worked deeply through even once I hung up my scalers. So that is an interesting thing that I we all collectively have been feeling. My My stories that I was sharing initially, this is kind of funny, was it was on my dating stories. That's the ones that people missed. And I was doing yeah. some quirky things and trying to figure out life and figure about myself. And I learned a lot about myself through just even 
talking to others and and sharing things with others and I still do right and um it's really right. also the the fear I started honing in and thinking what's my purpose and it was you know hope and fear of the dental world and there's so much fears and different generational fears so I started guest speaking on all the generations of fears and not from a trauma-based, you know, psychological, psych, psych, but from the chair, just from patients that I've experienced over the, you know, almost 30 years I've been doing hygiene, just the fears that patients come in and, and welcoming, having a welcome environment and all that. So yeah, I have fun with what I'm doing. <laughs> well, now I have to know, I love like, that. I need a a hope story. Give us one of your fun dating stories that led you to this place. Or because I love a good dating story, especially if it's cringy. <laughs> it was cringy. Yeah. Was, there's so the more cringe, the better. I'm, there's like I'll give you the shorter bridge version because there's so many things that that happened in in this. Um, I was divorced, and I I had this great guy that I was seeing afterwards, but I couldn't see my life with him. I still think awesomeness of him. He's married now and everything. And I, you know, I feel good, you know, letting him go and all that. And patients were like, you're just too cute. You need to get out there. And I'm like, I don't know. My focus was on my kids. I had never really dated. I mean, I'd been married, you know. And so I went on on match.com and I'll, I'll say it was kind of funny because the first person that I got had, and I didn't know this was out there, had a foot fetish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. So long story short, he was wanting to meet me and meet my feet. And <laughs> <that> was, <laughs> it was just really As weird. As you do. <laughs> and so it's one thing to say, okay, meet your teeth or <laughs> <laughs> what you'd even say, but I wouldn't even say that, you know what I mean? Cause you can fix teeth, but you can't fix personality. <laughs> so, and even then sometimes after, the teeth are too far gone. <laughs> <laughs> after getting, after getting that, like it scared me. I didn't want to get back out there. Cause this guy was like yelling at me going, I didn't see your feet. Yeah. I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my gosh. So I did a thing where I did 10 first dates only. And I learned about myself and I had one day, I said, you have one day, what you got? And I went on the most bizarre 10 first dates and I did, I learned a lot about myself. The one of the ones was, um, I numbered them. So I said, one, one, three. So when I would go back to my operatory, patients were like, okay, what number are you on? I go, let me tell you about number one. Let me tell you about number two. <laughs> and they were like, oh my gosh, Hope, we don't want you on the ID channel because there were some really crazy, crazy things that happened. And I really thought, yeah. my goodness, I draw, maybe it's the hygienist, maybe it's the empathy, the compassion, but I drew a lot of either narcissistic people or I drew a lot of people that were like needed fixing. <laughs> can relate can relate that's a different episode for a different day exactly. about the antisocial personality disorder diagnosis of Isabel's dad so yeah mm -hmm. can relate and the traumas out there all the emotionally unavailable guys they actually welcome just having one date so it was kind of like it opened the interesting. door interesting okay yeah 
and it not that they didn't want a second date, but it was kind of like I put up my my boundary of okay, this is this is what it's gonna be. I had talked to them on the phone or whatever, you know, beforehand. But if they were gonna have one date, what you got? And one of the dates, I'll give you if you want, one of the dates was like the biggest shocker. This is what everyone's favorite date was number four. <laughs> <laughs> so number four, he was he played guitar and I hate even talking about it because you know, I don't want him to like come circle back around you know how it like ends up where you talk about someone and then they come back in your life because I really hope he doesn't come back. <laughs> you're trying to law of attraction him <laughs> yeah like, stay away stay away I hope you're good right yeah um, not up in here yeah so number four he was he was really a good guy he played guitar he I mean very good looking, um, a little bit younger. I was like, Oh goodness. He's, you know, he sent me these pictures of him skiing. He was adventurous, all these fun things. And I was like, wow. And said he had a good job and all these things. And it was like checking off, you know, boxes. It was like, okay. Right. And anyways, we have this day and it's under it's beautiful night. We're outdoors. We're listening to this guitar player we're having a great time. He leans over and we're sharing a little, you know, waffle and some water because number three was an alcoholic and I, w- I had told him about number three. So I thought he was just being like understanding, you know, of like, okay, we'll just have some water. I should have had like shots, you know, but I didn't. And I was like, in hindsight. So he kisses me and I, it was just this sweet kiss. And I was like, wow, you know, this is great. And I look over and he's sweating. Like when I mean sweating, you could wring his, like, it was a nice night out. You could like wring his shirt out. It was like, (laughs) (laughs) it was so bad. And I'm like, are you okay? You know, the instinct is, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to do CPR, right? Like, is he getting ready to have a heart attack or something? I don't know. And so anyways, he's like, I need to tell you something. And I'm like, Oh, you can tell me anything. It's all great. You know, and this and that. And he's like, yeah. And I'm thinking I'm getting ready to either a be beat up by some, his girlfriend or wife or something. Right. Somebody saw us kiss. They had to see us kiss. Right. And no. Mm-hmm. And, and all these thoughts go through your mind. And I said, finally, just tell me he just got out of prison. Oh, shoot. <laughs> nice I'm thinking what did I tell like he know he knew I had kids you know I'm like what did you do I thought he was joking yeah and I mean I'm like ha 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 what do you really want to tell me right no he (laughs) oh it was like love after lockup you know (laughs) I was like oh my gosh what is going on I thought I'm being pranked right and he's he tells me how he did it he he tried to murder his parents what <laughs> uh, so not just like embezzling or like oops like no. you know oh snap yeah I told you I have some really good stories murder <laughs> attempted murder oh shoot so yeah he tells me how he did it he tells me why he did it he tells me all these things and I'm like you know it was just one day so he just felt like he could just you know share and and all that and I'm like oh my goodness oh my goodness and you're like backing up you know and I'm like <laughs> I get back to work and I'm like I go oh my gosh I kissed a murderer <laughs> I probably have to if that makes anybody feel any better 
sure they're great. I'm sure everybody's good. I think he probably lived with his parents. You know, they made it. They got him out of prison. They told him that, you know, they, they told the judge. Yeah, it was all good. So there's that short version of that. So my patients, like I said, they love my stories. <laughs> yeah, I title, I title of the not. episode could be I kissed a murderer. <laughs> I, yeah. If I had that, I didn't have it on my bucket list, but if I did, I would check that one off. <laughs> dating bingo. Your dating bingo card. We should have a dating bingo, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, let me pull the card. Kiss to murderer. <laughs> that hasn't happened to you. <laughs> I can't say it has. I mean, I honestly, know. I'm sure it has. I I am sure. I'm sure I have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, Isabel's dad's a whole different scenario. So, <laughs> oh, um, you know, but uh, yeah, I was like, I, cause I like, that's kind of like, I have PTSD and I, like, I think I'm going to hire a matchmaker instead of apps because like, yo, I had one guy a few years ago tell me like on the first date that he like wanted to put a baby inside of me. And I was like, sir, we just met, but I know you'd make a really great mom. And I was like, I mean, yeah, but like, you just met me. So like, you can't possibly know that. You just don't know what to oh, think. There's so many, there's so many things. But like I said, back to the the hygiene yeah. thing, it's just um a lot of people, I don't know, do this. They don't want you to see their their teeth. Mm-hmm. And um right. oh so, yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, they they sit there and they do this and they do that, or they'll say, I haven't been to the dentist in years. <laughs> And you're like, go to the dentist. I think I've inspired more people to go see their dentist. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I had a rule that in the dating profile, they had to be smiling and I could see their teeth because I wanted to see what they were hiding up in there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> there was a recent, I saw a recent post and I can't tell you who who did it and everything, but there was a gal who had posted something um for like 25 guys on Bumble, she put a little, the first thing she did when she matched with them said, will you give me a, a tooth? And, <laughs> and you would be surprised how many guys in the responses would be willing to give their tooth. I'm not surprised. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm oh, just man. saying the guy who actually wouldn't not at over all. would be the one who says, I, you know, my teeth are so good that I don't really have any to give, right? We want to introduce this Thought for Tots course, a parent's guide for toddlers ages 2 to 5 for Mini Mayo. We have Megan and Kimmy going over nasal hygiene, myofunctional exercises, breathing exercises, tongue tie healing protocols, and then we have Jenny June going over sleep hygiene and Kelsey Baker going over feeding therapy and body work. Uh, the course is $2.97, and the link will be in the description. Oh, my gosh. There you go. It's rough out there. I'm going to keep all 28 of these suckers. I'm going to keep all 28 of these suckers. Sorry, I don't have 32. I didn't even... Didn't even grow 32. I didn't even get <laughs> tooth buds for 32. I got tooth I got tooth buds for 29 and one stuck up here just chilling. Never erupted. 
like no I'm already missing three congenitally like I'm not here for any more thank you Um, I would not I would not give a tooth to somebody either (laughs) no thank you that would be creepy right if if somebody said that to a woman maybe a man I guess is different but saying that to like a hygienist or a woman I would be like you know (laughs) bye (laughs) yeah it'd be a pass yeah it's all creepy it's all creepy yeah yeah Yeah, there was there was one time I went on a date this again this a few years ago kind of the same time frame because this is what like turned me away from online dating where I like thought the date was going pretty well but then it got kind of weird at the end and um the next day I didn't hear from him at all and said you know hey thanks it was great to hang out last night and he's like yeah I don't really see this going anywhere and I was like oh okay I kind of thought about it and I was like well I'm just getting back out there I have absolutely nothing to lose like I should ask for some feedback and you know he was like, you were rude to the server and you talked about yourself the entire time and you clearly think that you're better than everybody else. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you know me, this is all hilarious, right? Um, so <laughs> not only was I like not rude to the server, I had a full on conversation with, because there's not a lot of female brewers out there and we're in Portland. I had a full on conversation with the only female brewer at this brewery. I, you're on a first date. Of course you talk about yourself. Like that's kind of the point. And then I made jokes about how I was like the favorite child. Cause I have three sisters, right. Just as you do. And you have a lot of siblings. You're like, I'm, I'm my parents' favorite. Right. Like, obviously. <laughs> and like, he just didn't have a sense of humor. So he didn't think that any of that was like funny. And I'm like, and I was like, okay, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know. And I was yeah. like, were we on the same date? Like, <laughs> are you having me confused with like somebody else? And luckily it was so outrageous. Cause then he followed up with, yeah, I just, I wasn't going to tell you, but I figured that you should know, because if you ever want to get a boyfriend or a husband, you should probably fix these things. And I was like, oh. you're a treat. <laughs> thank God for you. Yeah. Thank God that you came down into my life to tell me these things. <laughs> yes. People say some, I mean, just even I'll go back, I'll swing back to the dental world and everything. Um, You know, people say some, some of the things that people say, if you've even had feedback from, you know, a dentist that you work for, or like somebody, you know, they all have their little like sayings of what they're, what they're thinking. And I've had, I actually had, there was a temp for one office um, years ago and this lady, um, she was horrible. And I, you know, it was like, she had this like system where she had this belt, like a dinging bell to like, know mm. your patients were there. It was like really ridiculous. So I get down and I'm sitting there when I got done, I'm like laughing because about the whole day, because it was the most ridiculous day ever. And, yeah. it was hor- and it was such a horrible day. And I'm sitting there laughing and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is good. I'm, I can't wait to share this story. And she pulls me aside and she says, if you ever want to succeed in life, you will never laugh again. <laughs> it's like, I go, what? And she goes, I don't think you should be laughing. Oh, what a buzzkill. And it did. And I cried. I was younger. <laughs> I sat there and I'm like, you know, you don't take things to heart as much, but you're like, dear God, never laugh again. Like, yeah. what is, is that? <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. That's so sad, but like so funny. Or I tempted an office once 
and I was taking interorals of like these broken um, old fillings and stuff and like prepping patients that the doctor's going to come recommend a crown. And after I did like the third or fourth time, he's like, do you always use this interoral camera? I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to like, so they can see their mouths. He's like, yeah, we don't really do that. I don't really want to like put crowns on these people's teeth. And I was like, okay, uh, uh. <laughs> I guess I won't like add $2,000 to your production. Like that's okay. weird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Like, this is like in 2013 or 14 or like it was uh, it wasn't like 10 years ago and they were I was like that's bizarre you don't want me to use this intro camera that you literally bought like is it just a decoration like mm-hmm. <laughs> okay <laughs> I there like thinking of the you know the dental thing everybody has their own little thing and my thing is you know I I like to keep my patients comfortable and I want to chit chat with them Mm -hmm. and some people some people don't want to chit chat and that's fine but what I noticed is there was another little post I remember reading about and I guess I say the newer generation of hygienists and stuff they'll put in the earbuds and just do their thing and not talk to people. And I've seen that hmm. a lot too. Oh, interesting. I never heard of that. Yeah. And I thought, why would people like, instead of, they just don't want to talk. <laughs> Nobody hmm. wants to talk to each other. And so I, um, another guest speaking or, you know, thing that I, I speak about is the soft skills and giving hope and heart skills to the dental world and going back to the basics. I wrote an article in the, um, you know, dental IQ magazine, different things about hope and heart skills and, you know, the soft skills and how important to go back to those um, for your patients and to build trust and rapport with. And so I think you guys know this, but it's like the people coming in in order to keep their themselves from burning out. I think it becomes more of a job where they're just focused on the job now instead of the people skills. Mm. Yes. And for people that don't know, what is a soft skill and what are the hard skills? So example, I'll give you like um, communication, empathy, compassion um, is a soft skill, you know, dealing with building trust with patients. And like the hard skill would be taking the x-rays, performing the the profi or periodontal maintenance therapy, um, that kind of thing. So it's, there's the educational part where it's the uh, people skills part versus the technical skills part. So we kind of mm-hmm. have to have both the technical oh, yeah. side where you have your RDH, your degree, everything that goes with that. But you also have to have the the people skills. Mm, such a good point. Um, I know that for me, when I was a dental hygienist, um, you could always tell which operatory was mine because everybody would be laughing and we'd giggle And it would be like, sometimes my favorite patients would come in and you would just hear laughter ringing around the office. And, you know, my favorite part is when they just give me a big hug and it was like, I'll see you in a couple months. Like, those are the type of things that I think help a lot with burnout. And so when you're kind of zoned in and you're tuning other people out, it's really hard to feel good about your work and what you're doing and why your body hurts so much. If mm-hmm. you're not connecting to other people and you're not telling stories that make them laugh or listening what's going on with their families, because that's like where the kind of joy of the work came from is those soft skills. And you're right. A lot of people now, they just kind of like 
jump around and it's it's not so much of a natural skill like it had to be in the past where you had to like know your hygienist love your hygienist kind of more than your doctor really Mm -hmm. yeah I mean back in back in my scalar days I would say back in my scalar days definitely like I was the one who was like getting like 10th row basketball tickets dropped off and cookies and brownies and coffee and like uh, definitely was asked on multiple dates from the dental hygiene chair. Um, and you know, like I had patients who would only want to see me, which then got obnoxious when I want to take time off. Um, but you know, it never really, but also those patients always said yes to SRP. Those patients always said yes to crowns. They always said yes to work. Um, and I always worked for like, F, well, not always worked for ethical, ethical doctors, but mostly like most of them, um, to where, you know, it was like, where we're building and creating trust, like it's a lot easier for patients to understand the treatment that they need. Right. And there is a lot of fear, um, with patients. I talk about that as well. It's a whole different um, thing, but I, um, was talking to a a person today I'm collaborating as a psychologist um, friend of mine and we're doing a workshop on dental fears but I have a support group on um, professionals and on Facebook it's a dental support group for uh, patients and professionals and we're bringing these topics up of what the fears are and some of the things that I've learned I'll give you an example of something that I thought was really interesting that we don't think about but a patient in the chair the this one patient, he was scared of going to the dentist because of hands. The dentist's hands were so large that, <laughs> yeah, that it would like come to his face and everything. And I guess it made him a fear from childhood of some, you know, something that had happened, you know, from before. And and that was something. And I thought, well, that's, indeed, I have small hands. So nobody ever questions. <laughs> Tiny, delicate hands. <laughs> yeah. So it's just learning. It's learning about people and it's learning about, there's a lot that we have to do in the short amount of time. Yeah. And it is really, you know, educating people on, and how, how to get along. And it seems so silly to even say that, but it's really focusing on what is, what's bringing them there what's going to motivate them to keep their teeth. And it is, you have patients who, you know, are like you leave a practice and you're not, I don't know about you guys, but we don't, you're not allowed to say where you go. People have to find you. And, and that's do. really, it's a disservice to yeah. the industry because we're professionals too. If a dentist left and went somewhere, they would have to announce, Hey, Dr. So-and-so is going to, you know, I don't know, North Carolina or something. Right. Right. But for a hygienist, it's like, you're just a, there for a server, you know, you're just there as a body. Uh Not we're, we're professionals too. And so there's so many things we could get into and tap into, but yeah, I think a lot of it has to do. One of my patients told me, she was like, I went in and I thought they, you abandoned me. And that's what they think. They think, you know, you've been here for so long. You're my friend, you're my family. And that's how I welcome everybody. And now it's like, no one says, Oh, Hope's not here. And they will be like, where's Hope? Where'd she go? You know, 
And it's like, oh, you know, she's just after COVID time, she's doing her podcast. And you're like, that's not all. I'm still working clinically. So um yeah. I always had good, I always had good coworkers that they would be like, she's over here now. She's there. Don't worry about that. She's across the street. Like <laughs> go find her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She'll be at she'll be at happy hour with us at the restaurant down the road if you want to come say hi. <laughs> <laughs> But the hugs do get you through. Yeah. And I oh. think that's so important. And you have to find an environment that you're just as welcome. And I do have a good environment now. But you you do have to, That's I think that's a huge part. You were talking about burnout. That's a huge part because you want to be, everyone wants to be liked, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we want to be like looked at as professionals. Like nobody wants to go and have somebody, you know, probably at least a couple of times out of the the week, I have somebody goes, I hate the dentist. I don't want to come here. And they leave with a smile on their face because they're like, it wasn't so bad after all. Thank you. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I always used to love to make the joke like, well, lucky for you, I'm the hygienist. So you, you lucked out today, my friend. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 I didn't know, like, because I'm like, obviously super self-centered and only thinking about myself. Like I definitely thought I made that joke up. <laughs> In my early twenties, I was like, oh, that's clever. And then like, <laughs> I started hearing in other places. I'm like, oh, okay. Apparently we're all making the same joke. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's a crowd pleaser. People love it. That breaks the tension so fast. Lucky for you, I didn't spend four more years in dental school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll keep that mean doctor away from you today. <laughs> yeah. So I'm based out of Texas. I know. And Texas has some interesting laws and interesting rules and different things oh, that yeah. are happening in Texas. And so, um, you know, I will see where my journey takes me. And um, I, you know, I think I look forward to maybe meeting you guys in real life one day where yeah. we can, you know, get together and we could even podcast in real life. And that'd be sweet. Yeah, because I really I enjoyed I enjoyed being here. So yeah, thank you for joining us. Okay, so people obviously we talked about your podcast in the beginning, comes and gossip. They can find you on the podcast platforms. Mm -hmm. Where can they find you on social media? So I am on Instagram. I'm gums and gossip. And then I'm also I love followers. Um, my journey on Facebook. I have um the and it's gums and I think it's gums and gossip and then Facebook is the gums and gossip um because okay. I don't think you could put like the um ampersand and all that so um okay. anyways yeah gums and gossip and then I have LinkedIn you can find me on LinkedIn you can find me on um I'm on all, like 10 different platforms with gums and gossip um but hope Lloyd Lloyd with one L and yeah, I welcome, I welcome everybody. Perfect. I love it. And of course, if you guys want to find us, you can find us at the Munch Bunch podcast. You can find Kimmy at Mouth Muscle Memory. You can find me at NWMFT or XO Not Just a Mom. And of course, you guys can find us in person at the Dominican Republic for our business mastermind retreat, November 9th through 12th. Uh, we do have a couple more spots available. So maybe that's where we're going to see a hope. We'll talk about it after the show. Right. Uh, and then I also, I was going to add one more thing. Yeah, I'm please. A, yeah. I'm doing a dental anxiety tour, October 27th through the 29th in Austin, Texas. 
Awesome. So, yeah. So I partnered up with Dental CE Masters and she's accredited. She's a nonprofit accredited with the ADA SERP. And so I'll be teaching my hope and heart skills in the all that for the dental anxiety tour at the, in Austin, Texas. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Send us that link and we'll put that in the episode. So awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, so fun. I'm excited to connect with you even more. And then we will catch you guys on the next Munchie Monday. Bye. Thank you. We have a special offer for our Munch Bunch listeners. To book a virtual consult with Megan, she's offering a discount of $25 off. Just email her, Megan, at nwmyofunctionaltherapy.com or through her website, www.orofacial-myology.com. To book a virtual consult with Kimmy for the $25 off, email her mouthmusclememory at outlook.com or through the website www.mouthmusclememory.com. 